it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lasseter, here at G Radio, New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. So tonight we're going to do something a little different um, at the Quiet Storm. I have a guest. This guest is amazing. Okay, she's an award-winning, renowned author and playwright. Without further ado, let's give a round of applause for Hi, Courtney. Welcome to the Quiet Storm. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Girl, you have so much going on in your life. You are a mother. You're... You're a mother, a you wife. A little girl who refuses to <laughs> I can hear is her she in bed? Her patter, like, yeah. oh. She is. Okay. She's, it's bedtime right now, but she refuses to go to bed. Like she's, she ha- asks like 20 questions at night. And it's because oh. like I encourage her, um, her curiosity, but it's also like, you know, um, I see what you're doing with your stall tactic. Mommy played that game too, so you know. Oh yes, mommy did. Mommy, yeah. mommy, my, her. You don't want me to talk about mommy. Mommy was her <laughs> on steroids. No, live, live, live. Don't be so, doing that. So if you guys don't know out here, out there, 
Courtney is my daughter, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm unbiased, I think. She's, if you read some of her stuff, which I have a lot, she has a book coming out in the next few weeks, months, whatever. Months, Courtney, yeah. what is the name? What is, two months? Okay, what's the name of your book, Courtney? Perfectly Imperfect. Perfectly Imperfect. Now, let me ask you, tell us, <sighs> tell us about Perfectly Imperfect. Friends who transition from adult life, basically. And I can't hear you. Go ahead. Can you speak up? Can you speak up a little bit? Can you speak up a little bit? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah I can hear you now. Yeah, it's good. Okay. So it's about two friends who transition from college life to adulthood while owning right. a bookstore in D.C. So owning wow. – so, yeah, right? So owning a bookstore <laughs> in D.C., then you have to deal with uh, losing a family member, losing a friend to addiction, and then on top of all that, you have to deal with <laughs> all this stuff, like mommy and, no longer on mommy and daddy's insurance and right. adult things right. like paying your taxes, paying right. taxes on, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, okay, but it's funny. It's it's a dark, it's a very dark comedy. So people are like, oh, and I'm like, no, 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 hold on, let me explain. It's a dark comedy. They're like, define dark. I'm like, mm, okay, think of really, really the darkest joke you can think of, and that's what you'll read in perfectly in person. So let me ask you this: Is that book in part about your life? So, um, <laughs> yes. One hundred percent. But but so I won't get sued. I changed <laughs> I changed so many names. So many names and so many things about the book. But um the characters are based on real people and I did get mm-hmm. like I did get permission for the people who right. I really wanted right. the characters to be based on. Um so Right. How many characters are in the book? Um, so there's Neville which is the main character who's based right. off of me 100%. And then oh, there's Will, and then there's John. Those are the three main characters in the book. Right. And then you right. have, of course, your like, side characters as you go on. So this book is in part about how you grew up and how things that happened, you know, in, in your life, pretty much. Right. Yeah. But so it's you like know, life after life during it picks up the story starts off without giving a, too much stuff away. It starts off at graduation and then picks up. Right. I just to be clear, I have never ever owned a bookstore in DC. Ever. Right. <laughs> right. As, you, as and you say, don't want to own one of the cool. and you, No, you don't. No, you don't. No, no you don't. I Trust don't. me. I Your wish dad I did. That'd be really cool, but that's a lot of money and a lot of real estate. Well, yeah. yeah, well, that we can get back to that. But this book, um, did it? Is there a backstory about you growing up? So, actually, this book was based on a script I wrote in college. And one night, I was laying in bed. I was like, huh, "Wouldn't it be funny if?" <laughs> and then, <laughs> as I was writing, I couldn't go to sleep because I was like plotting it out in my mind. And so I got up, I got to my laptop, wrote out the script, and the next thing I know, it's six in the morning, and then I've got 12 episodes in front of me. Wow. And I was like, ah, wow. I feel so much better. And I looked at right. my clock, and I was like, oh, awesome. I have to get up in like two hours and go to class. So I, might, I stayed up right. for the rest of those two hours, got ready for class. I emailed my friend the first two episodes. I was like, hey, what do you think of this? And he emailed it then to another friend and then the next thing I know it went around our friend group and they liked it and so it was like my first taste of like criticism but good criticism and they're like hey let's change this let's do this and unfortunately it didn't really take off because we were all in different classes and then we all graduated and so it got put on the back burner and um, I actually entered it in a contest and it made the first Round in a screen. Okay. Class, uh, Good. 
And then by the second round, they were like, ah, it's good, but it's not what we're looking for. And I was like, huh, okay. Um, I guess I'll go fuck myself. Mahalo. Um, but it was good to get the feedback because people right. were enjoying it, and it made me feel right. better. And so instead of making it either fitting it into 41 minutes or an hour in 30 minutes or two hours, I, right. like, I can tell this right. entire story in a book. So I'm not right. limited. Right. So I just... Right. Changed, changed, the, changed everything, pretty much like like revamped it and changed right. a couple of the characters. And right. as I did that, I added more to it. And the next thing I know, mm-hmm. I have the story that I wanted. So. Oh, awesome. Now, growing up, Courtney, you grew up, you know, uh, Courtney is my daughter, guys, just in case. You're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lassiter. And tonight we have Courtney Dinkins. Um, renowned playwright and award-winning author. Now, Court, you grew up sort of like I grew up. You didn't grow up in an all-black neighborhood. Now, when you were in college, no, you didn't go like to all-black college. Black people in my graduating class. Like, what do you mean? Right. <laughs> you know, you have you got you got about two people, two and a half in your neighborhood. As a as a how are you? How is the black community? Now that you have you're you're married and you've converted to Judaism, how do you think the black community is going to receive this? Well, the fact that I've made my character, I made my character actually mixed, and right. uh, I think that they will hopefully they'll be re- open to receiving it because I made the character like me because it's, I want the, I want the community to see like, you know, this is what happens when you grow up in this area. Like you're going to like, you're going to like punk rock. You're going to like other stuff. You're going to, but you're also going to be emerged into what you know. So, right. um, This is what, you know, this is what I know, but I also know like this is um like you, you've been ex- I've been exposed to so much in in this area pretty much right pretty much yeah you grew up in that area right and yeah, Courtney absolutely. guys you know Courtney Courtney and I'm unbiased because you know I'm, I'm I'm as unbiased as I can be she's a great writer okay. now <laughs> Courtney growing up you didn't have it so bad no no Did, I mean, I wasn't like the Huxtables. <laughs> oh no, no, we definitely, no, we definitely, we definitely were not the Huxtables, not by any means. Um, no. But, but you, I don't know, you. Where did you learn? Where did it come from? You know, I'm a writer. I don't think your mom's a writer. I don't know your mom. She's a she can write, but I don't think she's a writer. Um, where did you Where did you get that from? Uh, what What inspired you? To be a writer. Um, I remember in I remember in kindergarten, it was a movie that Miss Montreal took me to, and I didn't like the ending. I didn't know how to format a script because that was not right. even in my yeah. Repertoire I did. <laughs> what well, I know, right? Like, <laughs> right at all. But I was like, I don't like that ending. So I wrote as best as a kindergartner can write. Um, right. Without, you know, you know, you misspell a lot of words, but, you know, you do your best you can. <laughs> and I wrote the ending that I liked. And the next thing I know, I'm sitting the entire family down, and I'm like, okay, this is I know. the ending mm-hmm. that I right. like. And I, I have all my stuffed animals. I have Cheryl, Archie, right. I have all, everyone sitting down, and I'm like, this is how it should have ended. And then that's when I was like, okay, this is kind of what I want to do. Not the acting, but the writing part. So... Right. Um, but let me ask you this, time, though. I wanted to be a writer. But, you know, the darkness. Where does the darkness come from? <laughs> um, it's not, um, I think it came from <laughs> so many things. Uh, what, the, what my therapist says comes from a chemical imbalance in my brain. No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> seriously, though. Uh, no, no, but you know what? It comes from well, being uh, having a chemical imbalance. That gene is either in one of your parents, okay, 
or both of your parents? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Maybe. I really think it's from both, but uh, <laughs> looking back, I, I didn't have a chance. But I honestly, it really stems from – it stems from um, – F-A-B. <laughs> fucked at birth. Um, right. Like, literally fucked at birth. Um, right, right, I right. Think, <laughs> I honestly think it stems from after my Miss Montero died and experiencing death right. so up close and so personal and losing someone who was like a mom to me and – Right, right. She was your best friend. Yes, she was. And channeling that pain into something productive and creative and speaking at the funeral, which, which, you know, kind of is unheard of at the age of 10. So after that, it just... Like after that, it just kind of went downhill real quick, like went to hell in a handbasket. So... Like after that, I just started to write, like poetry. And then poetry... Like took off immediately. Right, I remember like reading. You have a lot of poetry. That. Yeah, like my teachers noticed yeah. that immediately. They're like, "Hey, so uh, Courtney is really depressed, but this poetry is amazing." And it's like, "Okay, but what are we gonna do about the depressed part?" <laughs> like, yeah, no, what, no, no, let me no, ask you really something. Bad. But you, but you channeled that depression into writing. I think that's where the darkness comes from. Absolutely. Like, I didn't. Like, I didn't feel, well, I mean, you know, you go to therapy, and you there's right. only so much a 10-year-old's going to want to open up to a stranger. Right. And then that's right. when right. I was just, like, closed off. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't really want to talk to you, but I'll talk to my journal. And I couldn't right. draw. <laughs> I'm, like, the only one in the family who does not have that gene. So I was like, I right. am most definitely going to channel this into writing. I will draw right. you a picture with words. So. Right. Yeah. Um. So what did you, so you, growing up, you know, um, can I give a little bit of backstory? Like, Courtney, Courtney and her, her her mom and I were divorced, okay? But Courtney still had the best of both parents. And I I, I gotta say this, I did damage you from riding in a convertible. You know, you still don't like that. <laughs> Absolutely hate it. Um, I hate the wind in my hair. Like, <laughs> I have to wear a hat when I go on roller coasters. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you, Courtney, let me ask you. So you wrote, you're writing, you like writing, you went to college. Um, is that what you wanted to be when you grow up? When you grew yeah. up? Are you still growing up? I, I'm still growing up. I'm still trying to figure out this adulthood thing. Um, I absolutely wanted to be, be a writer. Yeah, I know, right? I think everyone's still right. trying to figure out this adulthood thing. Like, I'm an adult. I'm almost 60. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? I absolutely yeah, right? wanted to be a writer. Like, I, it's always been in me. I mean, at one point in time, I guess I wanted to be an actress, and then I realized, I was like, I do not like being in front of the camera. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that one. We, no, we're writing. We're, the writing comes from my side because, Remember, I did an off-Broadway play, and I had to start it, and I said I would never. I've been in a lot of stuff. I'm, I hate it. 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 Absolutely. Um, but let me take a, let me take a real break. You're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm being a host, Greg Lassiter, here at G Radio New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. Tonight we have a guest, special guest, Courtney Dinkins, renowned, award-winning author, and playwright. Oh wait, she's my daughter. So, and, and I'm unbiased. Yeah, super unbiased. <laughs> so, Courtney, I'm going. Don't go anywhere. I gotta take. I gotta take a pause for a cause, and we'll come back, and we're going to talk about um, other things. All right. <laughs>
You're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lassner, here at G-Radio in New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. Tonight, we got a renowned guest, but before I bring her back, I want to tell everybody, I want to thank you for all your condolences, and if you guys don't know, most of you guys know, one of my best friends, Michael Henry, passed away uh, last week, and from, you know, he just turned 60. So it was a little bit traumatizing. Um, it's still, it is still traumatizing. So next week I will have a tribute to Michael Henry um, on G Radio. So you guys stay tuned. Welcome back, Court. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Court, now let's talk about the play that's coming up off-Broadway in New York. Well, before we go there, when the book comes out, you're going to have a book tour. Where, where the first, first few places that you're going? New York, where else? We gotta have it in D.C. because that's where it's being. <laughs> that's where it takes. Ah, and, ah, yeah. Ah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. fine. Okay, and in I case guess you guys you don't have know. To do... What? You guys don't know. Uh, wait, I'm going to tell my audience in case you don't know. I'm a not only her father, <laughs> but her manager. <laughs> Where, manager? I don't know what the dad version of that is, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get I get 80% of your, your was it 80% we worked out? <laughs> no, no, that's not, no. That's not what we're finna do. That's not what we're finna do at all. Next time. No, no, but... <laughs> No, but you know we're going to D.C., New York, California. Um, I'm, yeah, like major cities, absolutely major right. cities. So, so quick, gonna, you're going to be very busy. Yeah, you keep you busy. You and baby girl and your amazing husband are going to be on the tour with you. My son-in-law. Hopefully. My oh, son-in-law, you know what, can I, can I, the son-in-law has to go back to work, so. Okay, but, you know, can I tell, can I tell everybody what I call my son-in-law? Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. My son-in-law, I love him. He's, he's, uh, he's awesome. I, I, he's awesome. He's awesome. But, um, yeah, but I call him Tyrone. <laughs> You refuse to call him by his real name. <laughs> I forgot. Sometimes I forget his real name. No, you don't. Um, you refuse to. <laughs> I know. love Tyrone. Tyrone. Tyrone, if you're around, I love you, man. Call me, brother. No. Oh, my God. Court, okay. he's, court, you, um, you converted to Judaism. I did. Tell, I me, did. Tell, tell us about that. A black woman. It was such a great journey. I mean, technically, I've always wanted to be Jewish since I was a little kid, but, you know, for the wrong Why? reasons. Well, because, like, I would see my friends, they'd be like, yeah, I get so many things of presents, and I was like, I want that, and then, um, <laughs> and then you're kind of like, yeah. uh, no, there's more to it. It's, it's a little bit. Being a, yeah, it's just a little bit. It's more about being a good person in the now, and I really, really like that. And right. I love the tradition. I absolutely tradition love about tradition. <laughs> I love how it's being with family, and um, that's just who I am. I've always felt more connected to this religion, and it's been a spiritual journey with this, and it's been a lot of work. It's a three-year, pro- well, two-year process. Like I took classes, I learned a little Hebrew. Um, right, but this is not Hasidic, too, right? Or Orthodox? No, I am not. I am absolutely not. I have tattoos all over my body. Um, yeah, I was just curious. To, to, I was just curious. To, yeah, no, I. We keep kosher in the house, but I still have some bad habits. That are I'm trying to break. And, um, <laughs> you know the la- you know what the lesson is. You know the lesson is not giving up one up. thing. You know what the lesson is not giving up, right? 
you know, I, can I say it? See, I don't even really miss bacon, though. I don't. I really oh, yes, don't. you do. I don't. Really? I really don't. Well, that's not part Pork? of my diet either. Like, I that's not how I lost a hundred and some pounds. Like, 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 I love bacon. We yeah. love Courtney. I I think I got a picture of you sitting in your car eating a bacon and bacon sandwich. I, yeah. <laughs> <when I was> young. <laughs> but because wait now my granddaughter Cheryl is she Jewish? Is she going to learn? The, is, is, what is? Is that how it's going to go? She is. She is. She went to the mikvah with me, so we both were right. dipped in the mikvah. I did not realize how deep it was when I got in. Like, after right. I stepped off the last step, it was such a beautiful moment. Um, after I stepped off the last step, I literally could not touch the bottom. I didn't realize how short I was until that moment. Right. Um, I stepped off. I literally was treading water, and... Um, after I was done, it was Cheryl's turn, and she talked a big game, man. She was like, I don't need mommy. I don't need anyone. I can do this all by myself. The minute she saw me go under, she was like, oh, no. I don't know if I can do this. I was like, oh, well, baby girl, we are already here. This is needs to happen. She was like, oh, no. So being, being the Jewish, <laughs> but so then that tells me you guys are practicing Jews, right? Yeah. So, um, our so what does that entail? Uh, so, when we can, we try to go to synagogue every Friday, or when right. and we try to get involved our synagogue as much as possible. But you know, due to right. COVID, like we were really active before COVID, like when Cheryl right. was right. very young, when Baby Girl was very young, and right. as soon as COVID hit, like everything, and I mean everything, shut down. And I was a kindergarten teacher in right. our um, right. young program, so like I really right. immersed myself into the Judaism culture. So right, um, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So let's talk about this play. Yes. Tell us about this play. The name, how did it come about, what's it about, and why did you write it? So it is. Still in the works. <laughs> right. I, I've always, so it has evolved so, so many. Like, I had a list of names, and I still am working with the name. Like, I just, I am working with the name. Right. Right. And at first, I wanted to do a couple of ideas. Like, I wanted to have be, like, a huge group meeting so let's let me backtrack so the okay. play's base is it's it's a play about mental health and right now after now that the world is absolutely opening up it's such a play that it's going to resonate with so many people because right. mental health i know so many people have struggled with this pandemic i know i have with mental health and not being able to see people or not being able to go out and just be a familiar face. And right. every character suffers from a different mental health issue, from ranging from schizophrenia to borderline personality disorder to depression. So it's not just pigeonholed to just depression because so many different other mental health issues out there that feel I feel like it's put on the back burner and right. are like kind of faux pas like we don't talk about it because it's something you just don't talk about like you just put it like a right. bedroom talk or on the back burner yeah yeah exactly the, yeah like we we talk about it in the privacy of our own home or some right. people are just ashamed to talk about their diagnosis and I want it well, to stop I it needs to right stop. like it needs to be and, and you know what. Like um, in the black community growing up, we definitely didn't talk about mental health. We always had that uncle. No. We always had that uncle that we kept in the back room. He was a little cut. <laughs> Don't talk about- is what we said. Right. Yeah. Uncle Ralph. Yeah. Uncle Ralph. Yep. <laughs> uncle Ralph. Uncle Ralph is a little cut, sweetheart. We don't get too close to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's- and especially we- in, in the black community. Right. Because growing up, when we were growing up, um, you know, we didn't talk about, I didn't go to a therapist until I was in my 20s. 
And that is untaught. That's not even mentioned growing up in a black community. Well, I didn't no, grow up in a, you know, I, I grew up, I grew up in a, around black people, but I didn't grow up an all total like you. I didn't grow up a, totally in an all black community, but it was just not talked about. Right. And this play is majority like an African American cast. And I like I really wanted to hit home because when I in high school like I don't know what switched with me like I just it just got bad like some people adjust right. to high school life right. and they're like it's the best years of my life and those are the people yeah. who peaked in high school and are now part of the right. MLM plan like I'm just saying I'm just saying right <laughs> like like they just are and I right. want people like I struggled. I absolutely struggled, and I'm not afraid to, to say that. Right. To find out, I mean, but all of us struggle. Like, right. We all we all have our struggles, but I. Right, but you know what? I have to give you this. I've seen the struggles, and you came out on top. And I'm not saying that because I'm your dad. I've seen the growth in that, and I'm not ashamed to talk about it because we all have issues. I have issues. You you know, God, you see my issues, and that <laughs> you. <laughs> You've come through and came out the other side. And we're all work in progress. And people need to understand that. We're all work in progress. Uh, so, Court, I'm going to tell you, can I tell? Can I say how old you are? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, so, Courtney, you're 33. So, if you went back, what would you tell, what kind of advice would you give your 21-year-old self? I would tell her, ooh, I like this one. I would, tell her, <laughs> I would tell her, don't change a damn thing. You're going to go through some shit. It's going to suck, but you will come out on top. You're not going right. to give her any advice. I'm not going to tell her to avoid certain people. You're gonna, right. I'm just going to tell her, just don't give up. It's going to all be right. worth it in the long run. Like, it's going to suck so much, and you're going to want to give up. And but every little thing is gonna be worth it because if I it, absolutely everything that I went through, I would not be the person who I am today. I would not be the writer who I am today, and I would not be the mom who I am today. So you are my daughter because I said that. I said someone asked me that in an interview um, a couple months ago. Greg, what would you tell your younger self? And I'm like, when I, I don't know why I ask you that question because when I when that person interviewed me, I was like, that's the dumbest question, that's a dumbass question. But <laughs> I look I look at it, and you know what? Courtney, you've seen the struggles. You know, you know everybody think I had a uh, easy life. No, everybody thinks everybody on your mama's side of the family thinks I'm crazy. Well, I am, but you know I'm okay with that. But if I had to go back and change, yeah, right. If I had to go back and change anything in the past, I wouldn't. Because it made me who I am today, you know? And yeah. for you to say that, that is amazing. I, I Girl, I, your stock just went yeah, up. I, like, why would you want to change? It's you, like, a lot of people, I've seen it on so many platforms, like, especially Facebook, it comes up occasionally. It's like, if you could go right. back and tell your younger self. And it's always, <laughs> I would tell them not to date this person. I would do this. No, no, no. No, absolutely not. I would not tell her to, I would not tell young Courtney to do anything. I just do, I would right. tell her, it is going to absolutely suck for the next 13 years, but I promise you, it will all be worth <laughs> it. It will all be worth it. Trust and believe. And you did, yourself. and you know what, again, you came out on the other end, you know, and you know, you know how I live my life. I don't care what people think about me. And you are, you're, you're getting there too. You know, you don't give, you don't give two shits about what people say or think about you. Not, not even. You don't, you live, even. you live your life. Like if you are gonna, here's the thing. You, if you don't pay my bills, <laughs> if you don't contribute right, to right. any bills in, in my life, if you don't do anything for me, like there, and I don't want it to just like. As in, I'm using you, but if you don't bring any light or sunshine into my presence or life, and I don't right. do that for you, then I then right. there is no need for you to occupy any space in my mind. There is not, and that goes for anyone I love who's it. listening to this radio show. If they cannot right. 
bring anything to your table, and if they if you don't bring anything to your their your table, then cut them off. They don't need you. Don't right, need that. absolutely. You don't need that. It's right. 2021. We are about to come out of a pandemic. It's about to be hot girl summer. You can just cut them right the fuck off. It's not even right. worth it. It's absolutely. Worth and you know, Clark, you and ever since you were little, you know how I live my life. I live my life like that. You can kiss my royal black ass. All right. I want to. Uh, my friend Tina said she Courtney is her father's daughter for real. Yes, she is, Tina. She is definitely, Tina, that is my bitch, Tina. She texted me. Tina, thank you for listening. Tina, thank you for listening. Tina, you, she's right. Courtney is my mini-me. She's my mini-me. She, she, and please, I, I love it that she's a black woman, that she knows what the world, how the world sees about her, and she still prevails and doesn't give a shit, you know? Plus, no, and I'm dad. like, and you, and it's like, oh, if I get too angry, I'm an angry black woman. If I'm too passive, right. I'm a walkover. So you know what? I do me, and if you think I'm this or that, mm, okay, that's your opinion. But it's not going to make me stay up all night. It's not going to make right. me. You're not going to lose any sleep all night. If you want to please you in any way, shape, right. or form, I, I will continue my life as you continue yours, as you post whatever Absolutely. on social media. I do not right. give a fuck. I do not. Right. <laughs> Courtney, you didn't really growing up, I only remember, like, when I grew up, I mean, bullying, you got your ass, when I grew up, you got your ass whipped and move on. And you, you're friends again. What is your, how do you look at bullying now? You know, like, you didn't grow up, I don't think, I think you got bullied once, and I, I think I took care of that. But, so you're worse about bullying now. So there's this thing called social media. We didn't really right. have that back then. Like we had, right. I mean, we and had I definitely MySpace. did have it. Yeah, like we had MySpace, <laughs> and you could write something mean on MySpace, and then right. that's it. Or you could say something in a note you passed to a friend, or a nasty rumor could be spread about you, and that was it. But the rumor would go away, and I wouldn't say, like, people would bully me, but, like, you know, I went to a predominantly well, white school, so I wasn't six then, and right. I wasn't, like, super fat, so I always got teased for having an app. And I will never, ever forget two girls, I'll let you guess the race, two girls came up to me and asked, how, why is your ass so? How did your ass get so big? And I will never forget that. It was 10th grade. And I really wish I pushed this, put this on my Facebook. And I really wish they could listen to it now. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. What they're doing these days, trying to get an ass so fat. With right, right, that they right. Do with the, as they run their MLM. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck out of here. Like, you are, what? Hey, Tina. Tina, you do hear my daughter. She is my child. Look at she. That's my mini-me. Because you know what, Court? I remember, I remember one time. I was, I don't know, I think you were, I don't know, wait, was it first grade, second grade, where the little girl called you the N word? It was fourth grade. I will never forget it. Fourth I, grade. I won't call her out. I will never, no, I don't, don't call her out. That, but I'll never I'll call it. you, it know was what? Fourth grade. I won't either. It was, I won't it either. Was fourth grade. Was, I think and she was Asian. I wouldn't do anything about it. I was at. But your dad did. I, <laughs> I, I, but y'all said if they if you go to the teacher and if they don't stop, you have full permission to put your hands on this girl, shoved her right. off of the playground, right. and she hit the ground, and she never called me the N word again. So. Well, now yeah, well, let let me preference that that I went there. She was on the playground, and she was standing by a fence, and I called her. I said, "Come here, little girl," and I threatened her. <laughs> I don't give a. She's like, she started crying. You know what? You know, I have yeah, a problem. I what she's you know doing what? Now. You know what? Probably scared of black people. Oh, don't say that. I don't think that. It'd be poetic justice if she right, yeah, but what with, uh, any industry but, African American. But you know what? What that that's what kills me about that's what kills me about like minorities are racist against other minorities. You see what I'm saying? And 
unfortunately that is the case but you know the thing i i'm going to teach my daughter is to absolutely love everyone and treat people with absolutely and that's the way that's the way you yeah go ahead i'm sorry that's the way you were brought up yeah there is no need to judge someone based on their race uh sexual preference or right right you know respect in natural it's a lot different because respecting someone apparently right. that's so right. hard to do like i just don't understand <laughs> like i'll never understand if you want to if your pronouns are them he he right like they they she they, they right like it, she, it right. doesn't matter just you just, right right live your life so fucking easy it's so easy right right and you know what but apparently and you know i hear these yeah, because I hear these uh, Bible-toting Christians, I hate gays. Okay, don't go around them. Don't be gay. Are they are they're so against easy. gay marriage? It's so easy. Yeah. So easy. You, you know, if you don't like, I mean, that to me, you know, I don't know. Anyway, Court, so uh, tell people how they can get a hold of you and your book. So as soon as my website goes up, it will be easier to get a hold of me. And as soon as... As I get a release date for the book, which will be in a week, I can oh, cool. pass on the information to you, and oh, you can tell okay, good. wonderful listeners when they can do <laughs> Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes, because right now okay. I'm in the process of setting up an Instagram, uh, author Instagram. Hello. Hello. I know. I, know. I need to keep my private life and social and my business life. You know, as you have, you have to keep. And uh, guys, if you don't know, Courtney will also. She has her own internet radio station that's going that's coming up. Um, yeah, just, I need to get on that. It's in the works. You need to get on that. You know, she's a, she's. I it's mean, hard, I admire man. her. It's so she, much work. <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Every day, you know, I'm like, Courtney, did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do this, Courtney? Did you do this, Courtney? Did you do that? I'm always on her. I mean, she she's she's me. You know, that's the, Tina. Tina, you were right. She's my mini me. She's my mini me. But I so, did do the character list, and I gave you five pages yes, you last night without yes, any problems. Yes, you did, girl. Yes, you problem. did, girl. Yes, yes, you did. And you know what? I mean, that's what dads are for. That's what dads and managers are for. But Courtney, you know what? We got to work yeah. out a, a percentage. You know. It ain't going to be no 80 You got me so fucked <laughs> up. Like. Actually, you know what? I'm just your manager, girl. I don't want any of your money. I want I want you to live your best life. That's it. You know, I want you to live, live, live. Like she was up here, guys. Courtney was up here last week doing her photo shoot. Awesome. You know, she's, I, you know what? Again, I'm going to try to be unbiased. She's photogenic. You guys saw the pictures? But wait, she got over 300 pictures coming. And trust me, I'm going to flood my social media with all her pictures. And if you don't like it, delete me. Fuck you. I don't give a fuck. It wasn't smart to walk around, you know, with four and a half inch thumbs in Central Park and the day before walking around Manhattan, Midtown, Harlem. And five and a half inch wedges. That wasn't. Oh my god. Um, but the, but but when I saw you, you she met me in Central Park, and we met the photographer. And she, I'm like, when I saw her, I said, wait, are you serious? Did you coming home from last night? Like, oh my goodness. Are you? Okay, hold on. Before you give these idea of these people, like I'm the lady of the night. The, go- the no, outfit I did. was a was a black. The outfit was a black tight dress because the right. the whole look was supposed to be a punk rocker mixed with right. like elegancy. It's so hard to explain right. to people because they look at me like I'm freaking crazy, and I'm like, you know what it is? It works. I coined this word. I coined understated elegance. Thank you. There you go. With understated elegance. Bright and red. Court. I looked at you like, I you know. I, Guys, guys, men who have daughters. My daughter is a grown-ass woman. She's very responsible with her own family. But to me, she's still 12. Sorry, still 12. You already know that. Uh, okay. 
Okay, listen. Courtney Lassiter, Dinkins, Hirsch. I love you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. She she will be on 30 Frames again in the next couple of weeks because she's coming back to New York. Uh, quiet as it kept, guys. I'm trying to get her to move here. So oh, even though she's I only. Mean, hey. You and the guy. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Anyway, look, because you're only, even though she's only, what, she's in D.C., so she's only, like, three hours away, or tw- 22 minutes in the plane, because Courtney doesn't fly. Can't, I can't believe that, but uh-huh. whatever. Anyway, but anyway, Court, I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, I am going to talk to you soon. All right. I'll Thank talk to you tomorrow, okay? I love you. I love you. I love you. (laughs) All right, baby. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
You're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lasker, here at G-Radio, New York City. And I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. Um, you guys are great. Courtney, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's wonderful. We'll be back on a regular in the next couple of weeks. I want to say huh, the condolences to the Henry family. Um, you guys know how Mike was to me, man. You guys know how. You know how he was. That was my dude. So on that note, I want to thank everybody listening. We're going to go out on this note. Michael, may you rest in peace, brother. I love you. And my tribute is coming. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.